Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. And I'm Kelly. And today it's season three, episode three of The Leftovers. Some crazy white fella stuff. <laughs> it's a great Our title. Crazy white fella thinking. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, crazy white fella stuff too. Yeah. But <laughs> either way. Yes, it works. Um, but first, um, it's been a, like, you know, a month, a week of peak TV. And so, so what else <laughs> have you been binge watching? <laughs> well, or, or watching in real time, of course, Better Call Saul. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not caught up. Well, I haven't watched last week's episode of Fargo this this season so the second episode and that was because I had a bunch of work stuff going on and um, I wasn't going to be able to give my full attention to it Mm -hmm. Um, I am caught up on Better Call Saul but I must say I've already forgotten some of what happened last week I remember most of it but I've forgotten some of it because I started doing a binge rewatch of mm-hmm. a re 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 rewatch of Breaking Bad <laughs> yeah how many times now <laughs> yeah I don't know to focus on Saul and it is cool because I've noticed something not everything but mm-hmm. I have noticed some things now that um uh, more things than between Better Call Saul and, and Breaking Bad um, that are that are pretty cool, and I'm noticing some things that I either didn't notice before in some re 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 watches of Breaking Bad, or that I've just forgotten. I don't know. You know, memory is a is a weird thing. Yeah, um, yeah. and I, I I don't like Walter this time. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe I liked him for the first few episodes, several episodes, but very quickly I stopped liking him and that never happened before mm-hmm. in the other watches. There were moments that I didn't like him, but this time I just don't like him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, I've been thinking about doing a Breaking Bad rewatch, just haven't done it yet. So. Too much peak TV going on. So, oh god, it's crazy. Because yeah. you know, I think we we mentioned it last week. You have Sunday nights, The Leftovers. Monday nights, Better Call Saul. Tuesday, The Americans. The Americans mm-hmm. Wednesday, Fargo. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday night, whatever streaming. Right, and uh, oh, also Sunday nights, Silicon Valley. I am watching a comedy oh my god and (laughs) so i watched that the next day with my son (laughs) Uh Uh and he and i also watch um john oliver the news Mm -hmm. slash comedy or comedic uh, news punctuated with comedy and And there was no new john oliver this week (gasps) what what i know Oh, see, I I go to sleep right after The Leftovers. So I I don't watch Mm -hmm. the others um, in in real time. Yeah. But, oh, that makes me sad. But, yeah, season four of Silicon Valley just started a week ago. 
And I had not watched those before. I, he and I binged the first three seasons recently. We were introduced mm-hmm. to it by someone else. And I know he's a little young to be watching, <laughs> but it's been okay. And it's, um, yeah, he loves them. And, and mm-hmm. I, I love them. So, yeah. And then doesn't American Gods start? Yeah, it started week? last night. Yeah. Oh, Okay. It so was it's on, on at the same time as the leftovers. Okay. So I don't have stars. So I'm going to have to figure out if I want to subscribe while American Gods is on or if I'm going to wait till this season is done and then get a free subscription and to binge them. Right. Because I think it's a 30 day trial. So, and I don't know how many episodes are in this season well, it would be more than four weeks i i yeah it's more, more than four weeks, yeah so yeah um and the same thing with handmaid's tale oh yeah well and last i week. yeah i don't have hulu so right it well it started last week and there are 10 episodes but they just released the first three and so if you're going to start that 30-day trial then it's it's not 30 got- days it's seven it's seven or fourteen. Um, it's not thirty. I don't. Th- I looked recently. I did see a thirty-day trial somewhere. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. So you got to find the right uh, offers. Um, <laughs> and so that one, um, you want to wait to start. Um, yeah, that I was planning on on waiting and binging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so far, um, and I I do have Hulu, and so far, the I'd like to give the music supervisor an award because Mm. just the songs that they're choosing to include in the episodes are just amazing. Oh, wow. That's cool. Now, I guess here's a question. If I did subscribe to Hulu, would that give me access to Fargo, the Americans and better call Saul and what about, uh, um, American gods? Well, not the not the current seasons, but um, oh, then never mind. Could, then now you could have previous seasons of Fargo. No, I don't that. Um, I've got that on Prime or yeah or whatever. Yeah, then then okay. no. Okay, because if if Hulu would give me access to the current seasons in real time, no. then that might be worth subscribing to it. But then no, no, thank you. I'll wait to bid. <laughs> okay, I'll keep okay. what I've got. Okay. But- yeah, so so Handmaid's Tale is definitely one that I would recommend. It, and yeah, this was like peak TV week for the streaming services because um, then on Netflix you had um, Dear White People. I have not uh, seen that. It's um, ten half-hour episodes, and I binged those this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> of course, because that's what I do, <laughs> and. Then on Amazon Prime, six half-hour episodes of Catastrophe. Mm, okay. So, yeah. and that's the third season of Catastrophe. Okay. Um, that's the one about the American man who, um, I guess he's over in England on a business trip. And he uh, has a, while he's over there, he has a little fling with... Um, a woman there and she's she ends up pregnant from this mm-hmm. and then he moves back and they get married and this is season three wow okay 
See, I feel like I've got my full uh, my fill of comedy between Silicon Valley and um, John Oliver. <laughs> so we'll see. And and this is another comedy that that you would like because it's you know dark humor and um, a lot of drama with it too. Not oh, okay. a lot, but some enough drama to balance the humor. Okay. So I'll consider at some point. Yeah. So that's, um, oh, and, and I saw, I, I went to the theater and saw a movie. <laughs> wow. I haven't done that since uh, Oscar season. What did you mm-hmm. see? Yeah. Um, definitely not Oscar material. <laughs> um, is it, is it soupy material? Soupy, silly, ridiculous material. Yes. Um, Fate of the Furious. Okay. <laughs> yes. And yeah, I, I knew what I was getting into. Um, it's it's funny, though. It's really... And, and, you know, they're... Because these are just completely impossible, impossible settings mm. where um, it's like, really? No. No. Um, and so more, more impossible than the car between buildings. Yeah. Try a wow. Lamborghini driving on ice. Oh, okay. It's the ice one. Okay. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're making one a year or putting out one a year now, or what is it? One every year and a half. It might be every one every nine every months. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's, whatever. I don't know. When is this number nine? This is number eight. eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are they going to yeah. stop? No. <laughs> so when we've seen movies with parodies about, okay, I think I remember like Friday the 13th part 21, you know, there was some movie yeah, that had that in the background, you know, yeah. and but this, so it sounds like this may go on and on like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, they, they brought in um, some new people and, and I don't know. And then, you know, supposedly there's a feud going on between Vin Diesel and the rock and, but they've got to work it out because, you know, they're both pretty vital to the series. Okay. So. Was was that a spoiler saying the feud between the two of them or. Or is it- oh no no that's real life that's a real life oh. <laughs> because you know yeah okay that, that's that's real <laughs> but um so the two of their them their egos are clashing yeah well then maybe they just need to have scenes where they're not in any of the scenes together huh well would, would that work Sure. I mean, it might. I mean, they they had a couple of scenes together, but for the most part, yeah, they were they were separate. This film, but uh. <laughs> or maybe they could have a couple of scenes together, but just not have their trailers anywhere near each other. Have them come in opposite <laughs> ends of the set, not interact in the scene, like not talk to each other or something. Ooh, or it's easy now with the whole green screen thing, and they could just do their their parts separately and then just put them together through the magic of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. There are always solutions to these diva issues. That can be done. 
Devo <laughs> issues? I don't know. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, and, and they could learn from the um, Fargo because, you know, you True. and McGregor was playing two parts and it's yep. put together very, very well. You You wouldn't know that he's, you know, playing in one scene opposite himself. <laughs> yeah. It makes me think about the movie Dave years ago when Kevin Klein was playing two parts, the president and Dave. Right. Do you remember that? Right. Yes. And that looked pretty amazing even back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like the best at that time of two, one actor playing two parts, being in the screen, to being on the screen at the same time. And they even showed off a little bit how the technology had improved by, I remember this one scene, the camera like went around them, if I remember correctly. Maybe I'm misremembering, but it did something like that. Anyway, yeah, now it's just amazing. Like you'd swear they they were really both there. There were really two people there, yeah. I don't know. Leftovers. All right. <laughs> so, Kelly, is Kevin your personal Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Well, which which Kevin? Kevin Jr. Yes. Or Kevin Sr. Jr. Junior. Mm-hmm. And but the and then the question is, does Kevin Sr. think he's the Messiah? Right, right. I think that's probably why he threw away the book. I thought he wanted it to be about him. He definitely did, but does he think he's the Messiah? I mean, he can't, can he? And I don't see how he could. I mean, there are all of the books of the Torah slash Old Testament, and maybe I shouldn't put a slash there, but um, are not about Jesus or a Messiah. They're about Adam and Eve. They're about Noah. They're about Moses. They're about Abraham, Job. None of those is Jesus. None of them is a, a savior. And so let's let's take the Noah one. That's closer to who Kevin Sr., I think, thinks he is. But of course, Noah, Noah did not try to stop the rains. Right. Surprised they didn't play that song, um, Who Will Stop the Rain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I, was it uh, you, you, you predicted that they'd have different... Uh, songs every time yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't think that was a tough prediction though i got a lot of other predictions wrong though about oh. the women having read the book online and the fact that, and oh, speculating okay. they'd read the book they hadn't read the book it's just that one and page, it wasn't the right? women it was only grace yeah and she only read the one page yeah and you were right that Kevin Sr. Yeah. was in her house and yeah. that they had been taking care of, or she had been taking care of him. Yeah. We're jumping ahead to the end, but yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah. We don't have to go in. Order. Do we ever? So. <laughs> yeah. We have. We used to. We used to. Our true blood in 10. Right. 10. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. This was kind of like that. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, the only person we saw in Texas this episode, well, we saw Matt and and Mary. And again, we had the overlapping timelines. Yeah, Yeah. Noah. Noah answered the phone. Yes. So I I just thought that was interesting. It was Noah who answered the phone. And this whole flood thing that that senior is trying to prevent yeah and and it was also interesting to me to discover that senior started hearing the voices on october 14th yeah, i don't think we knew just that a, before. Few, a few yeah. minutes after the um yeah after the departure yeah so we didn't know that before did we no so maybe yeah he's he's like always had that connection to the other side mm-hmm. even well but yeah but we don't know about before the departure yeah yeah i don't know if he had any um heard any voices or there were any other um i don't know psychic events yeah yeah we yeah we don't know I mean, to me, it sounded like not, but yeah, we don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. So when he pulls out that one page of the book, a book of Kevin, and before he throws away the rest, and we discovered that that was the original handwritten copy that Matt tells him about later. He pulls out the one uh, page and what? The, um, he sent, he sent um, Kevin Sr., the he sent him a copy so he did go to kinkos and he sent him he sent him a photocopy oh but the original was the one that was in the leather bound book that he gave to um kevin jr okay well i thought so but then i thought he said on the phone here that that was the original and it surprised me that he would send the original when he had told kevin that that he had the original no okay okay mm-hmm. All right. Well, so Senior pulled the page out, wrapped it around the $100 bill that Matt had, Matt had sent him. Do you think it is important what page he pulled out? Or do you think he pulled out a random one? Hmm. So he pulled out the page yeah. about Kevin waving at the girls and they did not wave back. And then he clutched the stunt right. to his chest and jumped in the water. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I mean, maybe it, maybe, maybe I'll never find out. I was just wondering. Yeah. But I mean, that, that set up the whole drowning thing with the, um, with Grace and, and, mm-hmm. and the other Kevin. Yeah. Kevin three. Yeah. So clearly there was enough on that page, including the back that, so it said right away that he came back. Or that he didn't die or whatever. It must say that he came back. Um, but I had taken, at least I said last time, uh, or in one, one out of three of these podcasts, maybe it was the first one. I had said that I don't believe he did die that time. And even Michael's grandfather, I thought said it was divine intervention that prevented him from dying then because I think that the number three is important. So I believe that he is 
fully died only twice, the two times that he went to the hotel. And I think that when he jumped into the water that time, that the pond or the lake drained quickly enough that he didn't really die. But maybe Matt wrote it like incorrectly or his interpretation was that he died. And that would make sense if he wrote it with his own interpretation because every book of the Bible is written from the perspective of the man who wrote it. Right. Right. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, who knows what really happened? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we do. We know. No, we don't. We have our own interpretations too. (laughs) Well, true. All right. So Lindelof and Parada now. Maybe. Or they have their intention about it, but then so, only yeah, we'll god knows. yeah god knows but who's god in this case? Well, in, in this world god or right. linda lofton parada <laughs> yeah except that in literature and poetry and probably and i think even in filmmaking the artist has their intention but there are things that come out of the art that were unintentional, but still end up being meaningful and symbolic. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, they can, they can write it one way and then the art, the um, actor can, in in the way that they perform it Mm -hmm. uh, or their director in the, some way that everything's set up. Right. um, You know, can have a different interpretation and it could Mm -hmm. be played in a way that the act, that the writer, uh, wasn't aware of so. right right yeah. and but then even in written forms things come out that current living poets and writers have admitted that they didn't intend that to be there they didn't intend that symbol or meaning but yes it is there it it's there as if through divine intervention and so they acknowledge that it's there. They acknowledge that was not my intention, but now, yes, it does mean that. Mm-hmm. And I love that because if you remember, like when we were back in school, I'm thinking like middle school and high school, the one that we went to together um, at different <laughs> years, but still the one we were both at, I would argue that. And our teachers would say, no, everything is there because the writer intended it. And I believed, no, they didn't intend everything. There are things that just come through. So I love, I, I've read some articles over the past few years that extant yeah. living writers have said, no, of course there are things that come through that I didn't intend. But now that they're there and I've right. recognized them, then yes, they do carry, they, they do carry meaning. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. deny it. So, Yeah. And, and plus, you know, with the things that we read in school, I mean, there were like, if, if you have something that was written like 100 or 150 years ago, and then we're reading it now, of course, we're, we're going to see something different with, with our current perspective. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. <sighs> so. And so. And then, of course, that happens with modern things from, you know, people from all different perspectives. Yeah, listening to, yeah, different cultures and different genders, Mm -hmm. different experiences. It's not just crazy white fella thinking, right? 
right? <laughs> and and watching Kevin jump into the water like that, uh, someone who has um, attempted suicide or suicide survivors may view that totally differently yes. from other people. Other people may have viewed him as crazy. People who do hear voices um, probably would not view, you know, they would view them as totally normal compared to other people who are like, you know, they are fucking crazy. And Right. And, and right. People are like, yeah, that's one of the only ways to silence the voices. Yeah. And then others probably thought from the beginning, just do what they say. <laughs> right. right. They probably figured it out from the beginning. And then finally they're like, duh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen uh, to Patty. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeez. Um, we'll say the, the woman who played Grace, you know, when mm. she was telling her story. Oh. That was an amazing performance. Yeah. She was wonderful. Yeah. It was approaching Viola Davis and Fences, right? (laughs) No, I just mean like with the the snotty nose, you know. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, That's all I meant. And, (laughs) And that I had read after Fences that that just happened that that was a natural part of Viola's crying. It was not mm-hmm. scripted. And so any, any scene that's similar after that, you, you do have to wonder, okay, did, did the director say do a Viola? Uh, <laughs> but hopefully this was shot before Fences came yeah, out. I mean, exactly. This was shot so long ago. Yeah. Um, so, so maybe they were shot around the same time or maybe. who knows? Yeah. It's amazing. Probably not because fences was shot here in Pittsburgh uh, last spring or and summer, if I remember correctly. So this would have been probably in the fall, but that scene, obviously Viola's scene performance was not seen until um, December, Christmas day mm-hmm. and later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was amazing. And how sad, how moving that story was. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. The the kids had just searching. Wandered off looking for what? Help? I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how old they were because, you know, I'm sure they had everything they needed at the house. Yeah. And and they had a telephone there. Well, well. We, we don't know for sure, actually. Know. We don't know Maybe if the she, phone was there before. Right. Maybe she got the phone afterwards. Yeah. Because yeah. of that. Mm. <sighs> um, let's go back for a minute to when, mm-hmm. as I'm looking, I see this in my notes all of a sudden, when Senior was on the phone with Matt. And he mm-hmm. said something about, he was a little bit adamant about this. He doesn't want Kevin in Australia. Yeah. So I don't know why though. Yeah, that jumped out at me. And I'm wondering if that's going to change. And then I was wondering and this and this probably is not the case. But then I was wondering if he had anything to do with no, it wouldn't have gone through Nora about the the plot to bring 
Nora over there was it assumed that Kevin would go as well, but that's too complicated. So probably not. It's probably just going to be a coincidence that Kevin ends up there as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that, okay, his seniors experience with the God's tongue and that, ended up, you know, an international assassin it, while yeah. heaven was in, in the other world. Yeah. And, and so with that, I thought while we were watching international assassin in season two, it seemed to me like senior was purposely intentionally trying to reach out to Kevin, mm-hmm. but then hearing senior relay that story, relate that story to Christopher Sunday, it sounded kind of random or coincidental. Mm-hmm. It didn't sound as intentional. Right. Oh, and obviously we could go on for quite a while about that name, Christopher Sunday, but I don't think we need to. It's kind of obvious. And then, uh, yeah, and then he died from the... Oh. Yeah, from senior falling on him. Yeah, before he got the the song. So, is there going to be a flood? Well, we know from the trailers there's going to be a lot of rain, at least. Mm-hmm. Interesting too that when he walks out, jumping around again, just like the show does. So it's perfect. We do. We cannot go in a linear fashion yeah. discussing the show because they don't go in a linear fashion. Mm-hmm. So it would be wrong of us to. When Senior walks out of Grace's house the first time and he sees the the young people, the young adults, building an ark. Mm-hmm. Who are those young people there? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at, at first I was thinking, oh, are they the adoptees? Um, but, but no. Mm-hmm. I was expecting him to walk out and see the older women, but we haven't seen the older women at all. Right except for grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now jumping back. What about the dude in the, in the VW bug? Yeah. And he gets out random. and he says, they wouldn't take me. I mean, is he related to the, the, the group that's like microwaving the, um, that's what I'm thinking. And, but now I'm, okay. I'm not remembering what kind of accent he had. Do you remember? Uh, no, but it was not Australian. Okay, that's what I didn't think. Like in my memory now, yeah, I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. And and so then he asked, yeah, would you kill a baby if it would cure cancer? So to me, mm-hmm. that's like so to go through the device. Do they require you to do something that's the equivalent of killing a baby? Yeah, uh. <laughs> because then when senior says no. The dude's reply is, that's what I said, before he sets himself on fire. Mm-hmm. That was wild. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess we'll find out next week. <laughs> I hope so. That's, yeah, that's one mystery I, I would like the answer to. And I'm imagining that we do find out the mm-hmm. answer because we found out a bunch of in-season uh, in answers last season. Mm-hmm. And I also thought it was interesting that they both that they both had the answer no 
to that question, he and senior. Mm-hmm. But and then that's also, you know, one of the scenes that we saw in the trailer was was the desert there by the car. Um, and oh, also yeah, I okay. Kevin Senior in the in the phone booth in the rain. Yeah, I think that was one of them. Yeah, and there may have been one more. Oh, and and this the shot of Christopher Sunday. You know when he opened the. Yeah, door. that's right. Yeah, so it's cool to discover that so many of the trailer scenes have already happened now in the first three yeah. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I trusted HBO and they have not let me down yet. So the snake, I haven't looked up, uh, I haven't done a, a, an extensive search for the Bible. But I did look up Jesus and serpent. Mm -hmm. And I came up with John 3, 14 through 15. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. And I also found numbers 21, 6 through 9. These are not the King James Version, even though my preferred <clears throat> version of biblical verses is King James. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people, and many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it on a pole. Then when anyone was bitten by a snake and looked at the bronze snake, they lived. So I don't know that those are related, but that's what I found. And so then when Senior went to that cross, I kept looking around. Is there a snake somewhere hanging <laughs> around right. there? That's right. <laughs> um. Yes. But like snake in the wilderness and son of man, um, referring to Jesus um, and everyone having eternal life in him, that I thought was interesting since we're viewing Kevin as the Messiah. Okay. And then this, this other story that um, Kevin Sr. tells about Tony the chicken. Oh, Yeah. That was interesting. What? <laughs> so uh, you have a, a chicken, uh, whatever he pecks on, that's some divine sign of whatever. Answers your, your question about what, what you want. That's it, what you want. And so okay. Kevin or Senior didn't okay. want anything at first. He wanted to be shown by Tony what he wants. <laughs> and when he was told that's not how it worked... Then he finally said, my purpose. And then Tony pecked on his tape recorder, oh, okay. which was really Kevin's tape recorder that his mom had given him when he was like eight before she died. Um, the other thing with the, okay, we're, I, I think in that episode last week with, um, with Kevin three, um, we were wondering, did they just have this thing set up 
pond. I'm like, yes, they did. That's mm-hmm. where the children played. <laughs> yeah. So it it wasn't that unusual. Yeah. Then seeing that those flashbacks, um, or actually those were in the in the photos, um, and also of course I thought it was odd that the photos were in the um, in the freezer. Yeah. And I got, got a tweet uh, from. Uh, Wendy King said um, they were there to protect in case of fire oh. because they'd be safe inside the freezer, mm. the family photos and things. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah. I was thinking about yeah. like freezing time, but that is a more okay. practical reason. Right. It was a, it was practical. Okay. And then um, Kevin senior, you know, he gets arrested and, they confiscate, you know, his his tape and the um, loincloth, and I, and I found that interesting. Also, in this in this uh, it's cultural appropriation is not just frowned upon, mm. but outright illegal. Yeah, but then you know we, later we have uh, Sharon said, "Oh well, we apologized for that for taking the children," mm-hmm. and. Uh, like yeah but you know (laughs) and and senior had a point in that he it sounds like he had been accepted by at least many or or some of the groups the aboriginal groups that he had approached Mm -hmm. it it sounds like so the one that we first saw and he was hiding behind the rock yeah so that he was doing by stealth, but it sounds like at least some of the others he had approached honestly and, and was brought in and given the information. And so why did he do that one by stealth? Well, maybe they had, maybe that group had said no, maybe, or maybe he couldn't get to approach them before. Yeah. And since he believes that, that it's a necessary part of his purpose to have mm-hmm. a bit of every song, then then I understand his stealing it like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, and and we did see his photo up on the wall there mm-hmm. at Sharon's. So yeah, but if he really yeah, was had gotten around right. If he really was accepted and legitimately given information from other groups, I don't believe, at least here in the United States, that is not viewed as appropriation. Appropriation is taken, is taking when you're not given. So Mm -hmm. if he was given by those groups, then that it's theirs to give. Right. Yeah. And Christopher Sunday was was going to give him if he had for if he had lived, and if Senior had fixed the micro flood in his house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wet metal roof. Mm-hmm. Oops. It's kind of easy to slip and fall. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Um, at the end of his hearing Grace's story 
And she, at that point, believes that she's crazy and she's going to turn herself in. She's planning on turning herself in for having killed Aussie Kevin the night before. Senior says, oh, and also if you, I caught that he was about to say his name and, but she was just so fixated on telling her story. So that was kind of cool. And then he says, you're not crazy. You just got the wrong Kevin. So at that point, maybe senior then does hope or does want Kevin to come to Australia. Maybe he is going to call to try to and get Kevin to come over there. And then he'll find out mm-hmm. that he's already on his way. Or maybe when Kevin just shows mm-hmm. up, he'll be happy. Maybe, yeah. Hey, it's divine intervention. <laughs> right. Right. And isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't it though? Um, From a trailer, yeah. did I do, am I remembering correctly that they see or they encounter each other and, there's surprise or am I not remembering that correctly? Well, I, I don't know if there's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, they will eventually. Yeah. And then of course there's her name, Grace. Meaningful names. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. I guess that's, that's about it in the, um, do you want to talk about the trailer for next week or should we, uh, <laughs> should we know? Oh yeah, we can mm-hmm. it, just real quick though. I actually just looked up the, a, an exact meaning of grace because we assume we know the meaning, but here is one definition that comes up. The Christian belief, the free and unmerited favor of God as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. That's not what I was thinking Mm of. I mean, I have, of course, we know the saying by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. I did not, I sort of assumed that that was by the intentional um, blessing of God. Right. Right. This says unmerited. Okay. favor of God. I, actually, it doesn't say unintentional, but unmerited. It's un, it's interesting. Yeah. And salvation of sinners. Yeah. The bestowal of blessings. By the grace of God, go I. Yeah. Or there go I. Whatever. I don't remember mm-hmm. the uh, saying exactly, but that works for senior, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If it hadn't been, <laughs> yeah, if it hadn't been for grace, he'd be dead at the bottom of that cross. And he was not on the cross. He was at the bottom of the cross. Mm-hmm. All right. So the trailer for next week. I didn't write down anything for that. What did, what do you remember from? Well, just that um, it looks like it is a sting operation. The, what is? I think Kevin says that the thing with with Nora and the uh, oh that that her going is a staying up. Okay, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not. Well, it it can it can work both ways, I guess, because mm-hmm. if it's true 
then maybe she'll go and see her kids mm-hmm. again. If it's not true, then sting operation and she'll catch the people who are, um, who are just making money off of this and incinerating people. Like she said, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a microwave there and the radiation is killing the people. And Right. True. Or maybe the guy who um, burned himself, who set mm-hmm. himself on fire in the desert, maybe he worked for them and the, and Oh, the thing, killing babies was maybe incinerating these these people who thought they were going to see um, their families again or their loved ones again. True, but then what is the part about they wouldn't take me? Well, that's curious. Okay, never mind. Oh no, it's you still <laughs> may be right, but then I'm just curious about what the they wouldn't take me part means. I've been wrong in in several of my other speculations, so yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna bat a thousand, right? <laughs> I guess if we if we bat anywhere above three hundred, we're doing all right, yeah. you know. Okay. Yes. <gasps> so I think we're both doing all right here because yeah, we've gotten several. All right. Well, oh, <laughs> and I, I I looked up the. Um, the song, the the beginning. Um, I, I know it was personal Jesus. It's Depeche Mode, but the cover was done. A guy called Richard Cheese. <laughs> so oh, that was hilarious. Okay. Is it the? Is it a group called Nouvelle Vague? No, no, no. Richard Cheese. Okay, because I heard as soon as I heard it come on, I paused it. And I had my husband listen because I I paused it as soon as I heard that it was jazzy. So I didn't even let mm-hmm. it get far enough in that I heard words because my husband okay. knows jazz. So I said, okay, if you recognize this, would you tell me what it is? So I don't have to go look it up. And he said it was a group called Nouvelle Vague. But okay, but if you looked it up and... No, I did. I did the, oh, cool. you know, got up my phone and found it that way you know, that listened and on the, was it Soundhound? Listen and find the song for you. Awesome. And then of course, uh, the other song later, I Love a Rainy Night by Eddie Rabbit. (laughs) And there will be several more rainy nights on the leftovers, it seems. Mm 